0: Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, eh? Bonga Fish, Angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Alright, I want to talk to you about something that's very important. I believe it is. It is. Because as a result of ignorance... You know, many, time, many times as Christians, uh, we feel frustrated about circumstances. And then it looks like God is not doing anything. No, you know, sometimes you believe that at least God can see you, can see your situation. And so when you are in a particular kind of situation, tight situation, rough situation, in a quagmire uh, predicament, you expect that God ought to do something. At least it's your goal. You still pray to him this morning. So why did this happen this afternoon? Or you've always followed him fellowship with him, love him, in fact he speaks to you, he tells you I love you son he shows you visions, he shows you dreams, you see things before they happen you have favor with men but then you wonder why you find yourself in this situation, why should I be in this kind of situation? I thought God is here what's going on? but like I always tell you because you're born again or the fact that you're born again, that's not the whole story. There's another part to it that you must always learn. There's another part to it. And if you don't understand that, you'll be frustrated in your Christian walk. If you don't understand these other parts, you'll be frustrated. That's why some people have gotten angry with God. They got angry with God, with church, and with everybody. That is called Christian. I want to come and preach to them. Say, don't tell me anything. I'm not interested. Say, even me, I was a Sunday school teacher. (laughs) So, don't tell me. As the fellow is preaching to you, before he finishes, you already finished quoting the scripture. Say, I know what you want to say. Is that right? I told you I was a Sunday school teacher. So, what what are you trying to tell me? I said, I got fed up with the whole thing. Christianity is not it. Let me just live my life. Let me just be on my own. You see? Because he thought that God didn't seem to be active enough in his life. So he's wondering if we say God is good, God is love, God is powerful, He is almighty. So why do I have to go through all of this and he's not doing anything about it? Then frustrated. And then sometimes they hear some people come share testimonies. And then they begin to doubt. They are looking. Suspiciously. <laughs> they are wondering, are you sure this is true? You have all been brainwashed. <laughs> no. Because in the kingdom of God, something you need to understand that is that in the kingdom of God, there are principles. Listen, God is a God of principle. He's a God of principle. And you need to get it. It's a God of principle. A man of God. I've told you this before, but let me say it again. A man of God. One time. Started praying to God. Because he was in deep poverty. Loaded. Anointing wise. Graced his faith is very high but he was poor in other words no money so he started praying and seeking the face of God God you've got to make me rich. what's going on ah, I can see in your word he says we are to be rich Jesus was rich for our sake he became poor that we through his poverty might be made rich so he started praying Say, so, ah, I can see that. So, we have become rich. I can see all over the scriptures that I'm rich. So, what's going on? Ah, you have to, you have to do something. I can't continue like this. I can't keep. Uh, no, 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 no. Ah, ah. After preaching and jumping, I'll come back. and So, he started complaining and praying. Then he went into fasting because he said it gently. He seemed like God did not understand that language. He said, I will fast. So, he started fasting. Fasting. You know, there are different levels of fasting. If nothing is pursuing you, you will still be fasting and be looking at your time, 12 o'clock. <laughs> but when you find yourself in some situation, food will become lutesome. They don't want to see any food. They bring it say, mm-mm. Like that fellow, before he got sick, they begged him. They say, relax, all this thing you are eating is too much. You say, no, I'm trying to build, I'm trying to build. Then when sickness struck, landed in the hospital, they brought food to him. He said, mm-mm. They say, won't you eat something? So, mm, mm. <laughs> but before now, they were telling him, calm down. So the same way, you know, when something is pursuing you, nobody will teach you. You drop food. You have it everywhere. You won't even look at it. You'll just be eating at the food. Say, there's something I need to settle. to you. So this man of God started fasting and praying for days. I believe the third day, God spoke to him. And God said, my son, and mentions his name, and says, no matter how much you fast, you cannot be rich. No matter how much you pray, it can never make you rich. He says, because there are principles that are put in my word for you to follow to become rich in money. Talking about money now. And God went ahead, showed him some things. If you don't give, if you like hit your head against the wall and do all you want to do, you cannot receive. Because there is a principle called the principle of seeds and harvests. You see that? And when he got that, he said, wow. And that man of God, as we speak now, is one of the richest in the world, richest pastors in the world. Because he caught that principle. And since then, he stopped fasting and praying for money. Why? Because there are principles. What if he did not stop to pray and fast? At least fasting and prayer still did something for him. Brought him the knowledge. But what if he didn't? He just said, I know God. You know, some people start comforting themselves and consoling themselves. They say, we will be rich in heaven. It doesn't matter. We can be poor here or we will get to heaven. They start consoling themselves. They say, we know at least Lazarus. The poor guy went to heaven. The rich man went to hell. Okay, you are not thinking of Abraham, the rich guy that went to heaven. You are thinking of Lazarus, the poor guy that went to hell, the to heaven. Follow the class of Abraham now. So you see, they comfort themselves because there is no knowledge. You know, sometimes you don't want to leave God. You still want to love God. You know, some things are not good in your life, but you don't want to offend God. You still want to be a Christian. You comfort yourself, say. It's okay. It's okay. God, I know you're seeing it. Uh, Leave me. Just leave me the way I am. After I'm righteous. (laughs) Brother, I am rich. Well, 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 well. So, there are principles to following God's word. And I want to show you there's a difference between faith and faithfulness. There's a difference. Never you forget this. Because sometimes we want God to do something for us based on our faithfulness. And he doesn't do things like that. There's a difference between faith and faithfulness. And that's what I'm talking to you about. The difference between faith and faithfulness. If you get it, it will change a lot of things for you. First, what is faithfulness? I have a good one, a good definition for you. Faithfulness is being loyal to a cause, a person, or a God. When you are loyal to a cause, a person, or a God, that's faithfulness. It's consistency, reliability, trustworthiness, commitment faithfulness. When they say somebody is faithful, that fellow, my goodness, is committed to a course, a particular course, or to a person, or to a God. So they say, he's a faithful worshiper, he's a faithful servant, he's a faithful worker, and so on and so forth. Because he's committed, he's trustworthy, you can rely on him. When you say, let's meet by seven, trust him, he will be there. The guy is faithful. That's faithfulness. So, in this sense, faithfulness towards God will mean that you're committed to His work, to Him. You are loyal to Him. So God can rely on you. If God says, "Who will go to China?" and looks everywhere, nobody can go. He said, "This, my son, will go, and I will send you. Why? You are faithful." Let's read a few things about what Jesus said about. Faithfulness. Uh, If you read Book of Matthew, chapter number twenty four, reading from the forty fifth verse. Matthew twenty four Verse twenty five. Forty five, beg your pardon. 45 yeah, it says who then is a faithful and wise servant so you see Jesus recognizes faithful and wise servants He says who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season Blessed is that servant whom is Lord when he cometh shall find so doing So you see Jesus talks about faithfulness faithful servants have you found that? Let, let's read further. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. Right there, he's showing you the reward. Faithfulness, the benefit of faithfulness is simply reward. God will reward you. That's faith. When you're faithful, what God does is that he rewards you. Now, usually he rewards you with promotion. Not just God, but even when you're faithful, look at people who work in, in, in a particular company somewhere and they become faithful. With time, they are promoted. Those who have been there before them, they are just lifted above those ones. Why? Because the guy is faithful, he's committed. So they just promote him. That's how God does it. You. Your faithfulness will earn you a reward. What's that reward? Usually promotion. That's what he's saying here. Those who are faithful in this world, according to the Bible, in the world after, God will promote them. And also, even in this world, that's why some people have come after in church. And in a short while, they are promoted in spiritual things. Those who have been there for years are still at the same level. Because there's a guy who's, the guy is just faithful. Gives his all. (laughs) Another scripture. 25th chapter, same book. Verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You see, Jesus praises faithful servants. He still does that today. He praises you. He praises you. Even in the presence of his angels. He praises, oh, what? My faithful servants. He likes to brag with his faithful servants. Uh-huh. Thou hast has been faithful over a few things. I will make the ruler. Did you notice that? Over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. What is that? Promotion promotion he also that had received two talents came and said lord thou deliverest unto me two talents behold i have gained two other talents beside them his lord said unto him well done good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over over a few things i will make the ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of thy lord did you see the reward of faithfulness promotion he had more. You have one grace, small grace that you are using. But with that small grace, you are faithful. Then God increases the grace. He raises the dike. Grants you more grace. So you can do more. As you are faithful with that one again, He increases the grace. That's reward of faithfulness. Promotion. Promotes you as you are faithful. Finally on that, Luke chapter number 19. Verse 17 and he said unto him well thou good servant because thou hast been faithful in the very little have thou authority over ten cities you see usually god wants you to be faithful where you are before he can add more some people are not faithful with the little they have and they want god to add more it doesn't act like that if you have little you collect um 10,000 naira salary and that 10,000 naira salary you cannot squeeze out 1,000 to pay your tithes God will not move you from that level. If you ever got moved, you made yourself move. Maybe you did some corner kind of things or you did some things or you gave, gave yourself high service and things like that don't last. But when you're faithful in little, that's God's word. He'll promote you. Be consistent with what you have. I'm trying to let you know the reward of faithfulness. So faithfulness is good. Very good. And God requires faithfulness. God says we must all be faithful 1st Corinthians chapter 4 Jesus says you must be faithful he requires it so strong so we are not playing down on faithfulness at all 1st Corinthians chapter number 4 reading from verse 2 Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful You see, you cannot do much for God in his kingdom if you are not faithful. You you have to learn to be faithful at your level. First, before he moves you. Before he promotes you. If he trusts you with something, you must be faithful with that thing. You must be faithful. Maybe as a cell leader, you have only just two members. Those two members, teach them with the whole of your heart. Teach them as though you are teaching the whole world. And watch how God will promote you. That's how God does. If you ignore those ones, Even if you have just one member, do you know that one soul, according to the Bible, is more important than the whole world? That's what the Bible says. So you don't overlook that. Then, one strong word from Jesus. Revelation, chapter number 2, verse 10. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Tribulation ten days. Okay. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Be faithful unto death. It says even unto death. Be faithful. Be faithful. That's strong, isn't it? That's very strong. So we are required to be faithful as servants of God. We are required to be faithful not just in persecution but in tribulation now what's tribulation tribulation is more of um, things happening as a result of circumstances lack, like, uh, something just happened at your place of work something is happening to you at home and so on and so forth okay tribulation is more of that okay and god is expecting you to be faithful in all of that don't give up and say i'm not going to church again I'm not even going to give again in church. I'm not all of that, no. People, good givers, can can face tribulation. They can have tribulations in their lives. But then God watches them as they are faithful in, in that tribulation. Then persecution is what you have from men, human beings, against you, against your faith. You are still expected to be faithful in that also. But brothers and sisters, as good as all these are, those are the rewards that's why you're faithful you come to church I remember I told you that story of that family when we were small that we used to stay together in the same compound how that they were faithful always been in church we were not always in church but they were always in church mother father children always there in fact if you insulted any of the children because we were almost of the same age you insulted any of the children and you say you're mad. You say God bless you. That's how faithful they were. They were taught in their church not to speak negative words. And you know we were taught in our hope to be full of it. You know, so we release it freely. It comes out freely. So you know, and uh, that would make me curse the more. And the guy who say God bless. I say Amen. You you are this. He say he will say God bless. I say thank you. Amen. You know, because, <laughs> and then we thought they were stupid. How can somebody be cursing you and you're saying God bless? As a result of how they were taught. Faithfulness. Brothers and sisters, we want to talk about people who you could, if you if you saw them, you saw church. Always in church. They will play gospel music. They will take it up. You'll be hearing. If you didn't like to hear, you have to shut your ears because that thing was loud. And then we heard these from time to time. I got to learn some from them. All these Ebo music, you know, la da la da la da all those things. That's where we are good to hear them from, you know, and they were faithful, but brothers and sisters, they were poor. That's the part of it that spoils it. They were poor. I mean they were faithful, good Christians. And if you looked at their life, you didn't want Christianity. See so, this your Jesus that you are saying, is this what he gave you? Is this what he made you? Horrible. I remember that curtain. That curtain. At their doorposts. They used a room and a parlor. You couldn't know the difference because it had nothing in boats. You understand what I'm saying? But they were faithful. All smelly. The children came close to you. They were not properly fed, properly dressed. You passed in front of their door. That old door. Oh, God. <laughs> now, as a kid, I knew this. But they were faithful. You said, so what happened? That's what I'm telling you. There's a difference between faithfulness and faith. Listen, if you want to move in your life from the point you are to a better level, you've got to do it by faith. You can't even put the devil where he belongs except by faith. You can't. You can't take God's word and have it manifest in your life except by faith. That's why God says there are three great things. Faith, hope, and love. You see, faith is one of it. The father of faith, Abraham. Think about how loaded he was his faith made him really really loaded now let me tell you the guy was faithful according to the bible he was faithful God gave him instruction move from here go on he moved he kept following but the bible says he had to believe in God that's why he was called the father of faith it was his faith that catapulted him into the very promises that God gave him his faith so you can, you can be jumping around for God worshipping him preaching and winning souls every day but your life may be a mess why because there's a difference between faith and faithfulness so when you want, you're looking at this and say well Lord but you know that's what some people do they cry out Lord but you can see you can't you see what I'm going through but you know how much I I do for you in your house I come there I sweep the place I used complaining complaining you are complaining why you are complaining? God too is complaining to you, my son. I feel sorry for you. Can't you do something? Look at my word, all that I've put there. Why are you not using any of them? You see, you are complaining. He too is complaining because he's just wondering at you. Excuse me. What else do you want him to do for you? Lord, you, you, you give me this. Do this for me. Do that. For me. Ah. What do you want God to do for you? There is nothing you are asking him that he has not done is a complete waste of time to ask God for anything now because everything you could ever ask he has done according to the Bible everything was done how in Jesus when God gave Jesus he gave you the whole package oh God the Bible says he has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness He says we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms. Now, the spiritual controls the physical. If you have all the spiritual blessings, then there is no physical blessing that is not included. That's where you need faith, to take what belongs to you. But instead of complaining and saying, you know, and so some people, they think that God will bless them based on their consistency in the house of God. Uh Uh-oh, you're going to get rewarded for that big time. Yes, you will. You will when we meet oh boy when we get to meet him we'll all get rewarded big time beautiful crowns nice place you know and all of that but that's not going to make you live good down here but right now you are here so you want to live a good life here now so you are let's talk about the interest of this place now we know we are going there but what about the good life here must we live through this place you know begging and you know let me show you something turn to the book of hebrews there you go rata zizu if you don't have a bible look into someone else's bible it's not good for you that you're not looking in the bible the 11th chapter book of hebrews (laughs) i love this one it started with now faith now now faith that will tell you something faith is now faith is not later we talk about faith we're talking about now he says no faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen now i want us to stop one moment because you know as i was talking about faith somebody may just be thinking that's where there's a problem how will i have this faith that's and it's a hard thing faith that's where there's a problem no sir faith is not hard at all listen when you try to make something hard it becomes hard the Bible tells us how to get faith first of all the Bible says that if you're born again you have faith now faithfulness is not what everybody can have I shouldn't say have can live that kind of life life of faithfulness but faith is what every Christian has the Bible says every child of God has faith Romans chapter number 12 the third verse God had dealt with us dealt to us the measure of faith so the day you were born again was the day god gave you faith the measure of faith how did you become born again Faith. why they were sharing the word of god with you faith was coming in the word, and when you received that word faith was also imparted in your spirit you see so you were born again by faith it was faith that made you accept then you were born again faith was imparted now the bible says everybody had the same measure initially in other words if what God gave at new birth is 5% everyone that ever came into Christ 5% is what God gave you everyone, each person so why is that one straight higher than mine because that one built his own you see everybody had the same measure initially but then what you do with yours is dependent on you you can choose to build it, you can choose to live it So some people have built theirs. How? By listening. Faith coming by hearing. He's talking about more faith. Increased faith. And hearing by the word of God. So while you listen more, your faith will be growing. Your faith will be growing. So the more the fellow, the other fellow listens, the more he grows his faith. And you, you you're not growing your faith. You're at the same level. So your faith is little, but it can do a lot of things for you. You get what is going on. So you have faith. That's not the problem. So how do you get more faith? By listening. Like you're listening to me now. More faith is coming to you. Let's read this. Let's continue. Verse 2. For by it. By what? By what? What is it there? Faith. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. If you want to obtain a good report, you got to do it by faith. Woo! Which report will you believe? <laughs> is it a report of doctors? The report of your school? The report? No. Obtain a good report by faith. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. He's telling you that God himself is a faith God. God functioned by faith. Check it out. Under the Old Testament, when he was going to... genesis when god was going to create things he created by faith the bible reveals that while he was saying let there be this let there be that let there be this those things were not showing up physically we got to know in the second chapter book of genesis for instance when god said let the trees come out you know we used to imagine that if we were standing there while god said it the tree would have shot out wow was not what happened the Bible tells us that that was not what happened that they had to grow those trees had to grow those plants had to grow but in the spirit realm when God said it it was done because God is a spirit and it functions from that realm and you know what we are spirits being so we function from that realm also when you say something by faith in the physical Nobody may be seeing it. You may not be seeing it with your optical eyes. But as far as the spiritual realm is concerned, it was established. Now, if it doesn't show up and you say, but I said it, it didn't happen. Now that you said you said it, it didn't happen. You just cancelled it. So it will not happen again. You see that? God functions from that realm. The spiritual controls the physical. There is nothing you can do about it. That's the word the bible says God himself God of faith he says we understand that the ages were framed by the word of God and he it says it's through faith the prophets spoke words prophetic words and that's how things came to be prophetic words that takes faith let's read by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained Witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. How did he please God? The next verse we know But without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward out of them that diligently seek him. So, Enoch pleased God by faith. Ah, because you know, some people say Enoch was translated. How did he do it? How did he please God? The Bible says he pleased God. That's why he was translated. How? He reviews it. He says because of his faith. And the Bible says, without faith, you cannot please God. Because number one. You must believe that God exists. The God that you cannot see with your optical eyes. Mm -hmm. Verse 7. By faith Noah, being one of God in things not yet seen, or not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark of the saving of his house, by, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should after receiving for inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is god oh boy through faith also sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age Because she judged him faithful who had promised therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead look in your Bible you look into someone else's Bible okay therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead so many as the stars of the sky in the multitude and as the sand which is by the sea sure innumerable these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth, for they they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Hmm. Are you still there? We are getting into some goodies now. Some goodies now. <laughs> and truly, if they had been mindful of the country from whence they came out, they might have been. They might have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire of the better country that is an heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city by faith. Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Brothers and sisters, if you study under the Old Testament, the Bible shows us under the Old Testament that he did not offer the boy. When he was about to offer him, he says God interrupted. And God said don't do it. There's an animal there. Use that word in place of yourself. But the Bible says. That's what we are just reading now. In the mind of God. As far as God is concerned. That child died. Because in the mind of Abraham. When he took that knife to cut the neck of that child. That child was already dead in his mind you see that and that was what God saw faith and God accepted it to be that way so God thinks that when Abraham took Isaac after God said oh don't, don't hurt the boy leave the boy now use the animal in place of the boy God thinks that when Isaac was taken that was the resurrected Isaac the Bible says wherefore God also was moved if Abraham could offer his only begotten son God was moved and God said, I'll do sin, I will offer my child. Wow, amazing, amazing, amazing. Ah, look at it, it's right there. Of whom it was said that in Isaac, shall I see it be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and he saw concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born. And, And you read on, you read on, you read on, you see these albums, this album of people that function in faith. And God had no choice than to record this. Let's jump to verse 33. Mm, 32. And what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms. They through faith subdued kingdoms. Some people are principalities. Do you understand? Subdue kingdoms. You are working in a place. There are some people, fetish people, there. They're trying to through faith subdue kingdoms. Do you understand? Hiya. Faith is very important. I'm telling you. The little you have, put it to work. The problem is people they don't even use the little they have and oh, know it will not work. You spoiled that can you say you know it will not work? Start out gradually. Your faith cannot cast out malaria. Start out with headaches. Start out with headaches. You have the headache, say go in Jesus' name. <laughs> because if you say it's malaria, I say, ah, malaria is a killer disease. So <laughs> Let me not try it. What if it? <laughs> but start out with headaches. That's how you move. Say out in Jesus' name. Now don't do out. when you're looking for a parastamol. Stop it. Say go. In the name of Jesus and take your mind off of it. Say, well, that's too high for me. Start out this way. Parastamor, you should have taken two, right? Maybe for those. Reduce it to one. And say, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I'm taking this now, not because of parasitamo, but in the name of Jesus. You go there, all right, and kill that thing. And you take it and you believe God. You don't know as simple as that is that's putting your feet to work. You could take a cup of water. You're feeling problem in your body. Take a cup of water. Lay your hands and speak words. You know, some people, they, they have to be connected with something. You understand? They, they have to have a point of contact for them to really believe. So you have, you do it. Put a cup of water and speak words into that water. Say, you water, you go inside, or alright, and correct everything in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ. Then you take it. And then you begin to sing around. Glory, dog. Woo! And that's faith, because you think you you have to have faith for the high one. Huh? You know, Jesus said you have to tell the mountain, mountain to move from here to there. So you are waiting to get to a mountain. No, start out with the small ones. If you don't, if you can't use your faith for mountain yet, use it for stones. You understand? Start with something, and that way your faith will be growing. You'll be strengthening it. Before you know it, you can do better. You do next time. You go for the bigger one. That's how you move by faith. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, Kali Gaza. Obtained promises. A word of prophecy had gone forth concerning you. By faith lay hold on it. Obtain promises by faith. Stop the mouth of lions. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Now he's talking about escape the edge of the sword. He's talking about those that when it was time for them to escape, they ran. Some people don't know that's faith too. It's true. That's faith. I've, te- I've told you that several times. There are times that the Holy Spirit will tell you now, take off. Don't say, ah, what if I'm running and they now shoot me from behind? No. It takes faith to run in such situation. Some It's because they don't have faith. That's why they don't want to run. They rather prostrate and be begging. Please. And finally they kill them there. But the Holy Spirit says, from your inside, see, the corner on the star, yes. Can you see that corner? Yes. It takes faith. That's what the Bible just showed us. That's what we just saw. By faith they escaped the edge of the sword. Did you read about David how he escaped when Saul was trying to kill him? He escaped from time to time. but That was faith. He said that's not fatal. He's fatal. <laughs> Did you see how Jesus had to escape those, those guys every time they wanted to lay hands on him? The Bible says he went through them and escaped. Because the time had not come. Was Jesus afraid? He wasn't afraid. You have to understand that Jesus was human. And so his body was human. That's why God told them, Joseph and the mother, say, take the young child and flee. Why did God say, take the young child and flee? You are wiser than God. Not because God is afraid of those other folks. But because you have to understand that God does not this is the word of men. So God doesn't break his principles. He's absolutely righteous. Say hallelujah. So you see, if you're going to dominate in your life, it will have to be by faith. By faith. You don't leave it to God and say, I'm faithful, God will take care of it. Ah, 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 hey. Hey, you'll be sorry. In fact, don't let that happen to you. Did you know that there are times that the devil may, may try to bring you dreams? You just bring up dreams. Not because that dream can harm you, but because he wants your cooperation. He knows that once he brings you the dream, and you have that dream, you accept the dream. Okay. Once you accept it, you have endorsed it. So he cannot carry out his work. You didn't know. So it's such a time when you wake up from such a dream. What do you do? <sighs> There are wait to act. Just act in faith. Is I say, nonsense. You say, ah, it's a dangerous world. No? It's a very dangerous dream. Ah, what happened in the dream? Di- ah, very dangerous. I found myself eating uh, okra and uh, amala in the dream. Ah, Say, that's, that's very dangerous. And then you now start calling up and uh, please pray with me. Please pray with me. What? You stop as a child of God and say in the name of Jesus. You devil. I know that food didn't come from you. It came from angel. It's been longer. I ate okra and amala. Really. And thank you father for blessing me with okra and amala. Now listen. If you're smart enough. Prepare it that day. Let me tell you what I do. Although I don't have those such dreams anymore. But I remember when I used to have as bachelor. Every time I had a dream that I ate something. That means I'm going to eat it in life. I'm telling you how I dealt with it. If I ate something in a dream, that means that thing in real life. In two days at most, I will have to eat it. He said that I will just because I will just be remembering that dream. Ah, I feel like eating this now. I will look for a restaurant where they said it, and I will sit down, sit down, sit down eat it. And it has never harmed me. When you wake up like that, oh, ah, 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 Father, here, bah, 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 here, here, The devil will say, huh? we got him. We got him." The next says, in your stomach." His stomach starts turning. See, I know because of that night in the sleep. Uh. You see, you gave him room. What does he say? Shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Shield of faith, you have to have it. The shield of faith. There are some ways we expect you to react. The devil wants you to act in certain ways, but you disappoint him. You jump out of that bed. You just saw something in that sleep and you begin to praise God. Lord I give you praise. Lord I worship you. They say what did you just see? Ah hey I was riding a car. Then in my sleep. Then it turned into a bike. As I was still riding it it turned into a bicycle. Then the next thing. I saw myself checking. Why you now rejoice. Say, glory to God the bicycle. The bike is for the devil. The car is mine. And so I'm praising God for it. That's how you kill the devil's power. You rejoice, Woo, my car is coming, glory, my car is coming, hallelujah, my car is coming. And you're rejo- That's faith. Listen, when you do that, you activate the power of God. These are the things that activate the power of God in your life. You activate the anointing, and when you activate it like that, they go to work. God and, G- uh, and the devil are not trying to compete who is more powerful. So please stop that. Don't think uh, when you activate, what if the devil not carry a higher... What? No. I'm not trying to see who is more powerful. God is all powerful. (laughs) Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody might just be wondering, is it that simple? I'm telling you, it's that simple. Faith is that simple. Give... What does the Bible say? Give no room to the devil. That's what the Bible says give no room no place and how do you do that your face jesus said cast out devils that's what jesus said he said this sign shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out now if that's too big for you to do but jesus would have told us the lord would have told us himself he said don't worry i I will cast out the devil for you just pray to me and every time you pray i will help you cast out the devil but that's not what he says he says in my name, shall they cast out? Kick out. That's what the word cast there means. Means to kick out. To root out. To elbow out. To, you understand? Like you're adding a ball. <laughs> Throw out. He made the devil useless. Foolish. He rendered him useless. I would never be afraid in my life. Never. Brothers and sisters, if you're going to be waiting for God to do something, you will be wasting your time. It's all in your hands. The Bible says God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. According to the power that walketh in heaven. Is that what he said? According to the power that is with him. Is that what he said? He said according to the power that <laughs> Maybe we should round off with that. Ephesians chapter number 3 lego rata gizomandago rapali ephesians chapter number three thank you lord lego rata zida ephesians chapter number three you know what i want you to do i want i want i want the ladies to turn to ephesians chapter number three you're going to read the 20th verse then I want all the guys and the men to turn to Ephesians chapter number 6. Have you found Ephesians chapter number 3? Now I quoted something, so I wanted to show that to you. The 20th verse. You ready? Alright, read it now. One, two, go. The ladies. Did you see that? That's where I got that. What I just quoted from. So I didn't pick it from somewhere. It said, "According to the power that works in you, it's going to be based on the power that works in you." Now, I, I, Ephesians chapter number six. All the men, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Reading from the tenth verse. Tenth verse. Tenth verse. All right. Read it now. One, two, go. Wait. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. Is that what you saw? No, finally, brethren. Let the Lord make you strong. Is that what he said? Who is to be strong in the Lord? You. Alright, read on. Uh-huh. And the power of his might. Uh-huh. Let God put it on for you. Is that what you saw? Put on the whole armor of God, yes. That ye may be able to stand god that god will make you stand that's not what you saw he says that ye may be able to stand Uh uh-huh not against flesh and blood but 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 against principalities against Against powers powers. Uh uh-huh 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 now he's telling you the whole armor of god Uh uh-huh So that you'll be able to withstand, okay? And having done all, to stand, stand therefore, okay, he's listing what you have in the armor now, okay, okay, above all, now, above all means, in all that you are putting on, this one is very important, Uh uh-huh. The shield of faith. Hallelujah. When we shall be able to quench that thought is coming. Ah, the thought says uh, the way things are going, the way things are going, you will soon be in debt. You will soon be in debt. It's coming. Ah. You see, where will you get another money? You're about to finish everything you have. Ah, shield of faith You say no greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world you say I am a joint heir with Christ I am hooked up with Jehovah we don't run dry in our kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus supernatural supply in the name of Jesus my God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory shield of faith quench the fiery doubts those doubts may come as thoughts they may come as words you know have you ever passed and somebody just walked you know some people take such things seriously and somebody just walked past one day you know I was going with my son after service you know at Nebuchadnezzar there and while I was coming and somebody just came and say you're not taking care of this boy you're not taking care of this boy someone else would have taken that and take it seriously and say wow maybe that's the voice of God and you feel bad no you should not because that period was such a period that you know the Lord is in charge. You understand what I mean? And they say you're not taking care. You could get back home and feel bad about this and say, "Oh Lord, you can imagine." They say I'm not taking care of the boy. You can imagine. Lord, you have to bless us. No, I don't listen to that. I don't listen to what men say. Don't you understand? If you're a child of God and you learn to listen to what human beings say, then your life, you, you your life will be based on what they say, what they don't say, and you will not be happy. It will be frustrating. Listen to your spirits. Listen to—I don't listen to man. I listen to my spirit. I train myself to to that level because human beings—they don't always have good words. The only person that can encourage you is Jesus. When they write you off, then the Holy Spirit comes and says, "Relax, I'm with you." That's the only person that can encourage you. But you are expecting somebody from, words from human being to tell you to encourage you. No, you'll be wasting your time. Human beings will see you very fine and set. You will still say you are not fine out of jealousy. You are not you with know, They say, I'm not fine today. What? You say, No, 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 no. You are not just saying right. <laughs> glory to God. I'm a bundle of success. Glory, 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 glory. Right where you're sitting, just lift your hands and thank God. Give him praise. Ibaragaran sonsa lasti gazie. Thank him for his word that you have received. Appreciate him and thank him. Appreciate him and give him praise. Lo radiga sando ho rapali sonsaristo. Zira talabastar uhorisunda stegorose. Le bashata bagarotsozuge roste. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806-0087-643 or 0816-0114-389. Thank you and God bless you.